Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, there's big streaming service news uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, and that streaming service involves two streaming services that you know and love, or maybe don't know and don't love, but we do. Yeah. Bradley, what's the latest? I imagine most of you uh, know and love these streaming services. And two of them, as you said, are about to become one. When to become one. Cue the Spice Girls, please, Holly. Thank you. Never mind. Um, and I want to know, uh, or you might actually, as a listening audience, wonder, is that a good thing? Because, you know, upon first reading... You may think, oh, good, two streaming services about to become one. Yes. That means I don't have to pay for them both. Well, yeah, right? Okay, so anyway, lots of details. And I saw this story, and I'm kind of a streaming nerd in the sense that, like, you know, I pay attention to how streaming services are moving and shaking and developing and changing, right? In that, like, we watch a lot of TV, we watch a lot of shows on streaming services for our job. And we kind of were early adopters in streaming uh, of streaming services, like early consumers mm-hmm. of streaming services here on this show, um, because we were always talking about cutting the cord and kind of doing this thing. Well, we didn't just talk about it. We did it. We cut the cord. Yeah, we, we cut cords pretty early. And um, we've been on a journey of cord cutting. And now we're on a journey with streaming services. And, you know, we got to the point recently where there's like a babillion streaming services. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting to the point where they're starting to sort of um, coalesce. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the Big Bang, and now the planets, the heavy metals, are, are you know coalescing and forming into, into planets. In that sense, before I get like too out there with my space metaphor, um, Discovery, which is about to become Warner Brothers Discovery within the next month, is merging with Warner Media. So Warner Media and Discovery are combining, which means that Discovery Plus and Warner Media's HBO Max will now become one service rather than offering two separate platforms. Okay, these are two of my favorite service yeah. streaming services. Yeah. So I, I, you know, at first blush, I think on the one hand. But mostly great, because again, it seems like from what you've told me, that means all of the content that I love from both of those streaming services are going to go to one convenient place and maybe I won't have to pay for both. There's, Am I right? Yeah. Yes. And yes. And yes. And no, there's this is a journey we're going to be on with the combination. But what I will say, the news today was uh, actually yesterday that Discovery uh, has confirmed that it will combine with HBO Max into one service rather than being offered as two separate platforms as a bundle. Some people thought, like, maybe you'll just get a bundle, kind of like you're able to bundle Hulu, Disney, or mm-hmm. you were anyway. Are you still able? I'm assuming because I I, yeah. that's what I pay for uh, Hulu, Disney, and ESPN. 
which I cannot believe that I'm paying for ESPN Me and neither. I have never I don't even know what where that is mm-hmm. but somewhere I'm paying for it so you're welcome sports fans um that said so people wondered well maybe it'll be a bundle because you know if you have used Discovery Plus as a streaming platform you may not realize but it's like really intense deep broad catalog there there's is, tons of content on discovery plus and it's only 4.99 a month it's without unbelievable. ads there is so or excuse me with that with ads there is so so much in there 6.99 without ads mm-hmm. i mean um, that is that's the other thing is that it's a steal i think so hbo max of course is a little more expensive it's 9.99 uh with ads 14.99 without ads and what I will say is there's still a lot of questions that need to be answered. And the questions that need to be answered are things like, will it have all the same content? Will they just kind of shove it all together? Mm-hmm. That's a tall order. I mean, imagine like, you know, Holly, I know you are like deep into the HBO Max territory. Very. Like, imagine trying to maneuver around not only HBO Max content, but, mm-hmm. and Colleen, you know this from Discovery Plus, all of the content they have, like, suddenly, like, how do you find anything on this platform in a way that doesn't seem unwieldy, right? Well, and th- this is the other thing that has been uh, stuck in my craw, as it were, recently about all streaming services is um, the, what's the word, that like interface, the 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 way they GUI, organize it. Yeah. It's user. Gu- it's called GUI. It's a GUI. That's okay. what, like, whenever you're using an inner, like the user interface, the end, like what you're looking at yeah. and clicking through, that's the GUI. the GUI. I don't even know if they call it that. They used to call it that when I worked in I mean, um, tech. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> you fancy pants. But truly, that, you know, there are things I really like about the Discovery Plus functionality that makes me feel like I can see. It serves some things up to me because of the algorithm. We call it the algae. The algae? Um, no, I just yeah, made that <laughs> That's that green stuff on a lake. <laughs> no, but the algorithm serves up some things to you based on what you've watched. But you do also get the sense that you can do the deep dive into yeah. each category to mm-hmm. see all of the stuff that's available. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like that as much with HBO Max. So I'm hopeful it'll that because when you get that volume of stuff all in one place how you serve it up to people is an imp- is is an important piece of whether or not people are going to use your service or want your service or see the necessity of your service yeah yeah so i mean like you know you you're uh, referencing things and again this is all part of this conversation that still has yet to be decided which is exactly how this is all going to play out but i think in the in the long run this is good news but also it just further reminds us that, like, remember when we were all like, mm. God, I hate cable services because you have to, like, buy it all. You can't pick and choose. You want things a la carte. It's spent. You're spending $250 a month on stuff you don't use. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. I honestly think we paid, like, $225 oh, yeah. a month. It was disgusting. Was it 225 or 125 I don't know. It was no, a, it was obscene. A lot of 125s yeah. um, for, for I think, what at the time was satellite. but. Yep similar to cable um, to get everything right. Like, cause mm-hmm. of course I had to have everything. And then we were like, okay, I want all a cart. Well now, now it's like, okay, we have all a cart, but in order to get all the things, I have to get all the streaming services. So kind of part of me just wants to pay one thing. Right. But then, and that's, I think where we're headed again, but then it's just going to be the same problem. 
So I don't know that we're really solving any problems. I think the House is always going to win in this scenario, meaning that um, we're just always going to be paying a fat stack to get on demand the content that we want whenever we want. I honestly think if you are looking for uh, a new untapped place to, you know, um, create and cultivate your talent, I think somebody could be a streaming uh, consultant, and I don't mean consulting the streaming services. I mean consulting human beings on the best way to spend money on streaming services economically. Oh, I bet there are, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there are apps for that. Oh, like, I bet. you answer a few questions and it's like, you need this streaming service, this streaming service, and this one. Well, and, and then, I mean, there is also, I think, a talent to juggling it. The oh, yeah. problem is it's all on us and you have to do your own design for this. Yeah, and, they, and the streaming services just bank on us all being dumb and lazy and just paying for it without realizing Which it. Which might be working at my house. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Right? Like, it, you know, I don't even know... I think my husband has some subscriptions that I don't even know about. Okay, that sounded bad. But like sports stuff that I don't even know about um, because I don't care. And so that that's money out of... And then I'm over here, you know, hoarding Disney Plus and Discovery Plus. I don't think he knows that we have Discovery Plus, right? So like we're not even talking in the grand scheme so I, somebody's got to do the the math. To your point, Bradley, whatever we were paying at one point for satellite, we probably are doing the same now. Yeah. And we wanted it this way. And the grass is always green. The good news is, I will say, you know, we do have choice in that we can turn things on and off. You don't have to pay right. for all of those things. Like, and I have done that with like Paramount Plus and HBO Max and even Discovery Plus, and then some of the smaller tier ones like BritBox, which I will turn on and off depending mm-hmm. on what content is available at a particular season. So I, I am, I think it's better than where we were, and it'll probably continue to evolve. But at the end of the day, you're just going to always end up paying more than you need to oh, for content. Because there is sure. a part of me that just wants to like turn it all off and just watch YouTube videos, because that's where I end up being most of my time anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and then they're uh, going to start charging you for that. Yeah. Well, I already pay for premium so that I don't have to watch those dumb ads on YouTube. See? Yeah. Also, let's not say it so loudly um, because I'm afraid they're going to start like making us sign contracts. Remember how hard it was to get out of your cable contract? Ooh. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of Discovery Plus, which we were, there is a new show coming out on Discovery Plus just i think it's next week actually that i think we're going to be way into on the colleen and bradley show i'm going to tell you about it when we come back after this on my talk 1071 uh a new docuseries coming to discovery plus we were just talking about streaming services that i think we're going to be pretty excited about on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer buenos dias hello or i should say buenos tardes yes um, is that like a um, is that like a Doctor Who thing? I see what you did there. Okay, uh, it's Buenos Tardis. Thank you. Um, so I wanted to tell you guys. So I saw this article about, and I've heard rumblings about this new show, this new docu series that's coming to Discovery Plus. It has actually a premiere date, and that's why I've been seeing the headlines about it. I thought it meant that it was already there, so I was disappointed to find out that I could only watch the trailer. But it's called Hillsong, a Mega Church Exposed. 
And it focuses on, of course, Hillsong, which oh, is sure. an entity we have been really fascinated yeah, absolutely. by. Absolutely. And actually, I love know, a good cult. <clears throat> yes. Well, and that's part of what this uh, this piece called Hillsong, a megachurch church exposed, um, delves into is like, how did specifically the house, how did this church become the huge international phenomenon that it was? Mm-hmm. And also, how did it then become a, the huge business it was? Mm-hmm. And also then, how did it fall in the way that it is currently falling? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're going to get like a, you're going to get a little bit of everything. And the thing, the, the hallmark of Hillsong is the thing that fascinated us from the get go, which was their involvement with celebrities because it became not just a church entity. It became a place where celebrities um, were affiliated. They uh, made music. They showed up. It became like a celebrity church. People like Justin Bieber, etc. So we're going to hear about that part, which is totally interesting to us. Excuse me. Then we're also going to hear about the scandals that have rocked it, which are also things that got our attention. Yeah, what we've talked about. Yeah, specifically, we'll hear about Carl Lentz, who, of course, we talked a lot about when his cheating scandal was exposed. Mm -hmm. And he was buddies with uh, Justin Bieber. But what I really liked... He was like his... uh, Like spiritual... Spiritual advisor. advisor. Although I think Justin has said, like, no. Well, of course Justin has said no. Because there is definitely a movement of people who were close at one point to Hillsong trying to distance themselves as this unfolds. Carl Lentz, um, the the cheating scandal that unfolded involved a woman by the name of, I think it's pronounced Ronan Karim. And she's part of the story. Like she'll be part of this docuseries. She'll be interviewed. She will talk about what happened, how it played out in the media what that's meant for her and the out in the sort of fallout from that, what her involvement with Hillsong was and from the get go. But then the other thing it's going to talk about is the, uh, the actual, like the leader leader, the guy, the head guy in charge of Hillsong, um, Brian Houston, who I don't, I don't think we talked about this. He's taking a break temporarily. Oh yeah, we. I, I, I don't know if we talked about it, but I do remember because he was caught up. There's like the financial piece of this has sort of affected his ability to lead, and I don't remember who took over for him, but it's like his son or something. Well, so well, so I, I, you're, you're kind of there's. I don't know who's taken over for the second guy, but. It was his father who started the church, yeah. and then he is the leader of the church, and he's taking a temporary break, yeah. and everybody, or not everybody, the conventional wisdom is the reason that he's taking the break is because he doesn't want to have to be part of the conversation around some sexual uh, abuse that happened at the hands of his father, allegedly, and he's having to answer for that criminally, and so... The whole entire system of Hillsong that once was developed and ironclad and had all of the trappings of a good um, cult and 
you know, had star power and all it all has started to crumble. And this this documentary that's I think it's a three part docu series that will premiere on the twenty fourth. So next on week where what streaming service? Discovery Plus. Oh, cool. Um so we will get the whole story as it's told about the crumbling of Hillsong. It's called Hillsong a mega church Wait. Yes, put it on your calendar. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid. Idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. People doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And we have a name for them, and that name is Crazy, Stupid. Idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Like? Like Florida. Oh. Pew, pew. Here we are. Uh, and I would like to go to St. Petersburg, oh, Saint Florida. Petersburg, Florida. The kids just call it St. Pete's. I should say the uh, retirees who live down there. Like, We're just going to head to St. Pete's. Anyway, I want to tell you about 40 years young Renee Balduck. And uh, Ms. Balduck was inside her residence at the King of the Road Mobile Home Park in St. Petersburg when someone named Nicole, that's Nicole Hosmer, 44, walked by her property. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so far, you know, that'll happen. Yeah, people walk by your house. Well, yeah. Ms. Balduck was not pleased. Oof. Mm-hmm. So she did something that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. Mm-hmm. Okay, so wait, she was not pleased because somebody walked by her house. Yeah, Renee, that okay. Renee bitch uh, walked by oof. her house. Oh, no, no, no. Renee was the Ms. Balduck. Nicole was the oh. biatch. Who walked? Who had the nerve? Skanky to walk by her whore. house. <laughs> um, sh- My words, not hers. Okay. I don't. I, she's not a skanky whore. It's just I. That's the sense you get. Yeah. That Renee was not pleased that Nicole Hosmer was walking by her property. So, and it's what she did next that earned her crazy stupidity. It said us. She launched. Um, she launched. Some water balloons that were filled with bleach. Oh my God. Oh, sorry, that was wow. aggressive. <laughs> okay, well, we know that you don't want to tick Colleen off because she's got a plan. Don't walk by my house. Um, no. So, no, you're saying in no. Fact, okay. In fact, Renee just shot Nicole. Oh. In the face. With a gun? Yeah. No. Yeah. But now I know I can hear you say that's really dark and really violent. And I don't think that's crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. How dare you bring the story, right? I can hear all of those things in your mind. Okay, yeah. But wait, there's more. When I say she shot her in the face with a gun, with a gun, it might not be the way you're thinking. I don't know another way. It was a water gun. Oh, filled with bleach. No, why do you have to have bleach? God, it's so violent. No. Cops allege that Ms. Balduck, that's Renee, we'll just call her Mm -hmm. Renee because I don't know how to pronounce her last name, Uh, Rini, uh, took a gun of uh, the water variety Mm -hmm. 
out of her um, purse. I don't know where she got it from. Filled it with water, walked outside, and shot Nicole in the face <laughs> with water. Was it a super soaker? Those things do No, damage. it was like one of those okay. dumb plastic ones you used to have as a kid. From the dollar store? Yeah. And then the, usually the thing would fall oh. off and... And then really it would work. never work anymore. And yeah. then now it's at Garbage Island, Holly. But did you say vagina? What? Now it's at Garbage oh, Island, Holly. Oh, I swear. <laughs> now it's at Vagina, Holly. I don't Thanks. know where that is. Uh, I mean, either. I do. But I'm going to move on. So she allegedly squirted Hosmer in the face. Okay, that was too What? Proximity. Proximity. Come yeah, on. her face. It was proximity. No, and but and then you know you're probably gonna have another question, which is why was Nicole so ticked off? Yeah, that or Renee. God, I'm I'm sorry, uh, Renee. It's hard. You get Balduck. Balduck. Why or was Balduck? She... I don't know. Miss Balduck shot her in the face, and you're like, why? Why did she shoot her in the face with a squirt gun? Yeah, why? Because she was upset the victim was walking on quote her street. Oh, Hosmer lives a few lots away from his Balduck at the King of the Road mobile home. So apparently there was some, I don't know, idea that uh-huh. Renee felt like Nicole was allowed stayed to be on, her. on her street yeah. and not Renee's street. <sighs> Turns out, though, even though it was just a water gun, you're still going to jail. And she was arrested for misdemeanor battery Oof. and booked in the county jail for using a water gun. Now, I will say, circa 2022, I'm fine with that because I feel like we just live in a world where you can't mess around. This is not the 1980s where nobody was going to jail mm-hmm. doing this back in the day, I would imagine. Right? Because we just didn't. Yeah, I don't just, think. Yeah. I don't think things were at the level they're at today. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I'm, it's not a judgment. I'm just, I'm just saying, as the kids say. So uh, anyway, she did go to jail, and um, she ended up trying to get a domestic injunction against Nicole, Oof. alleging that she'd been the victim of repeat violence. Although the I judge just, was like, "Yeah, but you're the one that squirted her in the face with a gun." I just don't feel it. I feel like somebody needs to move those two ladies uh, farther apart. Well, you got to wonder what the story is. That'd be a good short story prompt. Like, yes. tell me why uh, yes. Renee didn't like Nicole. Yes. <laughs> and how it ended yes. with a water gun to the head. Yes. And no bleach. And also, they keep calling it a water pistol. Like, nobody calls it a water pistol. Sounds fancy. Um, Can we go to Texas? Sure. Yes. Florida, but bigger. Okay, you guys, um, I got to give points for creativity and cleverness, but also this is criminal behavior. So these um, these people in Houston decided to pull off a heist. It was a gas heist. They have thrice in broad daylight stolen gasoline from a mom and pop gas station in Texas. Three different days, three different times, these thieves rolled up to the gas station in a green minivan. They parked over the the place where you can access the gas tank that then um, 
feeds the gas. What are those things called? The, the gas I don't pump. Know. The pumps. Pump, pump. Thank you. I was like, I'm not sure uh, where we're going. Yeah, the remote control. Yeah, I'm like trying to pump the gas. The, so the the gas that fuels the gas pumps is held in this big container underground, and there's a cover to that tank that where you can access the tank. So this green minivan has rolled up over that access point and parked the car, opened up trap doors underneath what? the minivan and siphoned gasoline out of that tank. How do you do that? I know. They're, again, like I said, it sort of falls under the category of genius criminals. Um, they then siphoned the gas to the tune of about a thousand gallons of diesel fuel, which has cost that mom and pop gas station about $5,000. That's crazy. Three different times. They're still on the run. Um, so Did they have like a big tank in the minivan? They must have. So you can see surveillance video of this because they don't they haven't caught them yet. So we don't really know the mechanism that they're using to do this, but you can see three different times in broad daylight. Oh, this, that's the Fuquay Express Chevron. Oh, you know that one? Well, I don't, but I know where Fuquay is. I used to live right down the street. Oh, see? So if you're over in that area, friends of Bradley Trainer. And it's Fuquay. You gotta be careful with that word. Yes, you do. Um, Keep an eye out for that green minivan. It rolls up. It siphons a bunch of diesel fuel out of the tank underground, and then it rolls off, and that's the whole thing. That's crazy. That's next level. Isn't that wild? Ocean's 11. Yes. And you know that they've been doing that at more Oceans than that place. Oceans of gas. hmm mm-hmm. uh, Where are we going next? I'm trainer? surprised that they more people don't do that. Like, I would think you need to come up with a way to not allow people to do that. Well, now I bet they will. Yeah. I don't think that we've seen people doing that until today. Um, okay, we're going to South Africa. Wow, we're going on a journey. Specifically, I don't know how your Afrikaans is, but we're going to go to Durban specifically. Okay. And I want to tell you uh, about a man who could be up for the award of South Africa's dumbest criminal. Wow, that's lofty. I mean, it is. For us, I don't know if we're going to feel like this is particularly special, but I do want to let you know that... Uh, Romano Naidu, who is the KZN VIP Protection Services spokesperson, I don't know what that means, Okay, said that they received though. a panic alarm activation in Palmview, Durban. Okay. Uh, I imagine that just means like they were, um, uh, like there was somebody where they shouldn't have been, yeah, right? It sounds like, like a burglar alarm or yeah. like a life alert situation. Yeah. But I, anyway, so, so police were dispatched and like, they were like, oh, the criminal's not going to be there because, you know, it takes his time to get here and beep, boop, 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 beep. And, um, the, the people that they, that had called for the alarm were like, somebody, uh, tried to rob this vehicle. So they're like, beep, boop, boop, we'll get over there to, to do, see what's going on. Oh, okay. What? Uh, There's a, so they saw the guy who tried to rob the vehicle that set off this alarm. Oh. So he was there. So by the time the police got there, he was there. So they thought he'd be gone, but he's just kicking it. Right? The problem is, again, crazy, stupid idiots. 
he failed to do one very important thing in his attempt to rob this vehicle. Um, his attempt to rob the vehicle. He so they show up, he's still there, thing. and they're like, we didn't think uh, he was still going to be here. Should have been gone by now because he was robbing the vehicle. Uh-huh. But then he failed to do one very important thing. Have a getaway car? No, because he did have a getaway car. He was in the car. He could have just driven off. He didn't have the right getaway car music like this. Oh, there you go. Soundtrack. I mean, that's a universal. That's true. Right? I don't knows. care what country you're in. Everybody knows that's what plays. It's also you steal like a car. the theme yeah. song to Dukes of Hazard and the Beverly Hillbillies. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, he failed to do one very important thing, and the thing he failed to do uh, scrape the windshield. Stay oh, no. awake. Oh, he took a nap. He was asleep inside the vehicle oh. that he had tried to steal and would have been successful too if it weren't for. Had he not passed out. I mean, sleeping is is good for you in the passenger seat. Super important in the passenger seat. I, I feel like it just it was a little. You got to be ready for the getaway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was arrested for breaking into a motor vehicle and using tools, which were found right next to the car, still there, oh, buddy. And he had like 30 different things to try to get in the car, which apparently oh. worked. I feel like but this was he his just, first time. Well, you know, he must have just been really stressed. And yeah. he was like, oh, that was a lot of work. I need to take a nap. Oh, Wait until you drive the car away right. before you take the nap. Right. Yeah. You can even go just, you don't even have to go far. You can just go, yeah. you know, a few blocks. It's true. Pull it over and take a snoozer. Oh, buddy. I know. I also appreciate the fact that that this crime is r- attempting to rise to the level of South Africa's worst, yeah, or they, dumbest criminal. Th- it's it's a little different there. Oh wow! Compared to here, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm just saying, like we're our criminals try harder. Our crimin <laughs> our criminals are a lot dumber. Yeah, than other places. We're so proud. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is that time. It's that time to play that game, the throwback. Live! After this on My Talk 1071.